Hello and welcome back to Sea Red UK, where quite simply, it's a Chicago Bulls thing. Wherever you're listening, if it's available, rate, review and subscribe. It all helps us and it makes sure you, you're notified when an episode drops. I'm Matt and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? Uh, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my head is spinning. I haven't slept in what's getting close now to two nights. Um so I'm a bit all over the shop. So I do apologise if I start babbling or talking a load of crap tonight. So just normal then. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, been a rough what two three days now, hasn't it? Yeah. Long shifts in between, no sleep. But anyway, here we are, ready to talk about well, whatever that was. I don't know. <laughs> And yeah, well, we'll start with the uh, the Hawks game. Yeah, obviously, one twenty three, one hundred five loss, and it yeah, it was just disgusting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, from pretty much start to finish, Bulls just didn't look like they were up for it. No. Um, and the same problems that we've highlighted time and time and time again. Raised their ugly head again, didn't they? Yep. Lack of rebounding, lack of three-point shooting, lack yep. of effort. Yeah. All the usual. So, um, I mean, there's nothing positive to take out of that game, was there? Very, very little. I mean, you're clutching at straws to try and find positivity out of it, really. Um I mean, the only thing I would say out of it was um, Patrick Williams actually played okay um, off the bench. But, I mean, he was pretty much the only guy that really made any kind of effort off the bench. Yeah, I mean, he, he was one player I've I've got highlighted out of it. Um, I mean, there's no point even going over the stats because it was just disgusting. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about P. Will. Um, obviously, like you say, off the bench, 15 points, two rebounds, one assist, two steals, two blocks, uh, six and nine from the field, two or five from three. Still a minus six. Um, <laughs> you know, it was just it's the sort of game you wanted to see from him. He was solid on both ends. Yeah, he was. Um and then you kind of fear that after a game like that, he disappears again. You know, <laughs> well, which obviously we'll get into the Bucks game in a minute. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, when you look at the numbers that the, some of the players were putting up, in particular the starters, it's not that bad apart from Crusoe with his zero. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, Zach twenty six, Demar twenty one. Vooch nineteen, all right, not quite as high as they want, but it was the bench again. Just didn't do anything. Nothing apart from P. Will. Nobody else showed up really. I mean, Kobe looked okay, but didn't really fill any stats. But I mean, apart from that, it was a poor showing. I mean, the the one player that really disappointed, and I think was his worst game in a Bulls jersey, and he's had a lot of bad games this year. It was Io. Yeah. No points, no rebounds, no assists, one steal, 
and no blocks. And that was in nearly 18 minutes. Yeah. And normally, against Hawks, is the one that you go to. Mm. Obviously, he locks up little Weasel, who wasn't playing, and I think that actually made Hawks better, the fact that he wasn't playing. Well, um, yeah, I mean, if if you go by some of the you know stats from the Hawks games going back, um, it, it's big. Look, I mean, I don't follow them. I, I don't follow the Hawks. I don't keep up with any teams. It's hard enough just keeping up with all the all the goings on with the Bulls team. But the Hawks don't seem to falter when Trey Young is out of the lineup. In fact, sometimes they do tend to trend better. Yeah. Which I don't know what I, I don't know what that says about their situation or what it says about Trey Young, but like I say, that's a Hawks problem. But um, yeah, they certainly didn't look any worse off for Trey Young not playing. Yeah, and um, another player, DJJ, six minutes twenty six seconds, zero 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 zero. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and there was us praising him on the last one. I know, uh, yeah, you know, being ready. <laughs> yeah, uh, clearly not in this game. No. But, no, um, I mean, I've got nothing else on the game itself, but one thing I did want to mention it was Zach's comments after it. Yes. Because they really pissed me off. Yeah. You know, this was the biggest game of the year so far. You know, in yeah. terms of, we still had a chance at that eighth spot. This know. this game had the potential to swing the postseason for us entirely in our favour compared to being in the tenth spot. Yeah, and then you get Zach coming out saying they wanted it more. Yeah, see, you, know. <laughs> you might you might need to uh, play the raging bull here, Matt, because <laughs> I mean. I'm. I, I. I could go absolutely off at that comment if I'm honest. It's just not good enough. It's just. I, look, I know he was just trying to find something to say and trying to find some sort of validation for why it went the way it went. But for me, in a game like this that that actually meant something and and had the potential to affect the very tail end of our season going into the postseason and our standings in the postseason, that's just not good enough. If no. you can't get up for a game like this and be hungry for a game like this and really want it more than anybody else on that floor, what, what are you doing in the NBA? Yeah. There's no way that excuse washes for me. No way whatsoever. I mean, for... You know, your A, a guy, um, okay, maybe joint with DeMar, whatever way you want to look at it. But for your absolute top-tier player who's been playing great, to turn around and say the other team wanted this more with the situation they were in, get the f*** out of here. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just, that's just bollocks. That's what that is. Yeah. I mean, it's like I said in a tweet, appreciate his honesty. Because at least he's admitting that Bulls didn't want it, but that's not what we want to hear. No, you know you want to hear that we were up for it. We just got beat by a better team on the night. Yeah, you know if it had come out and said something like that, then it's like yeah, fair enough. Well, it's it's an easier pill to swallow anyway. 
Yeah, but to say that the other team wanted it more, why are we even bothering with the playing? Yeah. that That's where my head went to it all. And, yeah, you know, to, me, to be fair, Zach was probably the best player on the team that night anyway. Yeah. But, but you know, about what P. Will was doing. But that's a problem in itself because Zach was pushing it. And when Zach pushes it, it goes to shit. Yeah. So, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got nothing else on it. It was just, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, bad, isn't it? Yeah. On to last night. And obviously, second of the back to back. Trip to Milwaukee. No Yanis. Chris Middleton like misses out after playing two minutes. And Bulls still go down. 105-92. And you're kind of expecting a reaction after the night before. Yeah. And it seems as if the heard Janis wasn't playing and thought they'd won the game already. Because to come out flat, very again, very, very flat. Was that third game in a row now? Yeah. Including the Memphis one. And, I mean, all right, we got they got back into it and what did they get up 11 points in the end? I think Bulls went up, didn't they? In the, was it the second, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it did get up to 11, yeah. The... I mean, they won the second 30-21. Um, and then that kind of that was it and I think it just shows how how much stronger a team books are than us yeah. when you could you know if you took Zach out of the team or Damar out of the team we go to shit they took Yanis out and we got destroyed by Bobby Portis Brooke Lopez Drew Holiday yeah you know so it's, you know, obviously Bobby Portis absolutely destroyed us off the bench. And yeah, he did. That's the sort of player we want coming off the bench. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's the sort of player we want starting, for, to be honest? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, same problems three point shooting, rebounding, just, you know. Lack of effort, lack of energy, just it's as if they've got that tenth spot secured the other night and then just gone, you know what? Let's just chill out now. Yeah. Let's just rest. And you know, before this Bucks game, I saw people put it, you know, saying that no, it's an irrelevant game. You know, don't matter anymore. And it's like that's not the attitude to have at this point of the season. You know what I mean? there, there was still stuff to play for. You know, in terms of seeding and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, there's fans paying hard-earned money to go to the UC or yeah. travel up to Milwaukee or whatever to yeah. watch it. They want to watch the team putting in effort. They don't yeah. want to watch a team going. Yeah, we've got tenth secured. We're all right. You know, Jerry's got another game out of us. Whatever. You know, even though it's not like the UC, but no. you know. Um, and I just kind of think to myself, well, it's like I said last night, well, can we just end this season? I don't want to watch this team in the in the playing. You know, I'm sick of when we need to be up for a game, we're not. Well, by all accounts, you won't have to watch them for very long. 
yeah. I mean, at the minute, was it we're facing Raptors? Yeah. On Tuesday, Wednesday next week, whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah, we don't. I've said before, I hate us playing Raptors because, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, like I always say, I've been out on this team since about Christmas, and that's why I've not been reeled back in by them because. I just know that they're going to disappoint me the next game out. And this was, you know, this, the them two games could have turned, turned me back around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we'd have gone out and we'd have won them both, and, well, if we'd have won them both, we'd be at 500, wouldn't we? Yeah, we would. Um, whereas now we're going to have a losing record again. Yeah. You know, what we've had one winning season since 2017, something like that, isn't it? It's tough um, going, isn't it? And that had been last season, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've got anything else on that Bucks game because like I say I, I can't be asked talking about them. Just... Well, just just the usual, like you say, it's the usual shite. Um, I thought Vooch was playing well in the first uh, half of the game. It was working well. Vooch was scoring. He was the only one that was scoring pretty much. <laughs> so of course. Naturally enough, what do we do? Go away from him in the second half. We go away from him in the second half because, you know, it's more important to try and bring in Zach and Damar instead of keep going through your third option who is having a good game. Yeah. And I don't think I'm ever going to see sense, sense in that. And it has happened game after game after game. And the only other thing I want to say on it is Billy. (laughs) Billy. I I, I blame Billy Moore for leaving DeMar out there when he was blatantly ice cold. Yeah. Than I do for DeMar having an incredibly, incredibly off night. Yeah. I mean... Obviously, on that, I put that tweet out, didn't I? You know, Billy, we love Demar and what he's done, or whatever yeah. it was. But please, sit him. Yeah. You know, at this point, the game, it wasn't done, but it was trending in that way. Yeah. And, and we it... needed a spark right. from somewhere. Right. You've got Javante Green on the bench that could have brought some energy. Uh, I mean, to me, they've shut him down without telling us. Yeah, yeah, it looks that way. You know, and it looked, I don't know if you noticed, but it looked like he had some sort of a brace on. He did, a, yeah, I saw yeah. that, and it was it was quite a, you know, Chunky it wasn't one. just a regular knee brace either. It looked like a almost like a medical knee brace. Yeah, maybe it was his dancing during the Grizzlies game. He's done his knees. I was yeah. I was wondering if he'd you know he'd pushed it too far. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but aside from Javante, who have you got on the bench that could have brought a spark? You yeah, got. Uh, Dale and Terry for it for what? That's the name I was looking for. You know, like you've always said, give him an opportunity and he's yep. going to take it. Yeah. And yeah, all right, you're playing the number one seed. Dale and Terry's not going to come in and win you the game. But what he's going to do is he's going to motivate other players, whether it's P. Will, put a bit of more life into Kobe. I mean, not Kobe needs it because he's quite, a, you know, bringing a bit of energy at the minute. Mm. He'll chase the ball. He'll go for the rebounds. He'll go yeah. for the steals. He'll chase his own shot to try and get a rebound. Yeah. He just 
you know, he's a stat padder. That's what he wants to do while he's out there. Yeah. And, you know, even if you just got four minutes out of it in, you know, game time, not garbage time, it gives somebody else a chance to rest. Yes. It makes everyone else look at him and go, this is our rookie. Look at him. He's a fucking yeah. lunatic. <laughs> Why aren't we all doing that? You know, so... I, you know, I've I've said for a long time, play Dylan Terry more than what we are. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, when he eventually did check in, what did he do? Hit a three. Exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's willing to shoot it. He's not the best shooter. No. You know, he's not... Like you said, he's not going to win your games. But he's going to oh. win your... Well, he's going to get your points, he's going to get your rebounds, he's going to get your steals, whatever. Yeah. And if nothing else, he's going to get in the way. <laughs> just, just, you know what I mean? He might get so, in the way of his own players sometimes, but he, he's going to get out there and he's going to get in the way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but at least he's going to show that effort and yeah. that desire that he wants to win the game. Right. He's hungry. Yeah. You know, and after the year he's had, you know, you could kind of not blame him if he didn't want to check in. Do you know what I mean? Well, mm. He could think to himself, ah, fuck off, Billy. You don't play me all year. Why should I bother now? Mm. But he doesn't. He still comes in and he, he takes that three and hits it. And yeah. But then it's like we've just been discussing as well with Demar's comments after the game. You know, and it's the same shit all the time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You won't see that from me again. Well, you said that last time. <laughs> and the time before. Yeah, you know, and I get it, you know, he's the murderers and he did what he did last year. Yeah. But Billy sat Zach, so why not sit Demar as well? Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously, after the match, Billy comes out and says, going to speak with the medical staff about, obviously, sitting him for tomorrow's game, which obviously yeah. we'll get into again in a minute. You just think, well, if you're planning on doing that, why not just sit him in this game as well? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like he decided he was having the night off himself anyway, but... <sighs> so, I mean, it was, what, the fourth quarter before he hit his first field goal? Yeah. I mean, his first points was from the line as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, so... Yeah, but then when you look at the numbers as well, you know, it, it wasn't just him. No. It was Zach as well. I mean, what does that get? 13 points? 13 points. You know, and when you look at what they did against Grizzlies, you know, you're praising them and you're saying that they've got 16 assists between them and they've, you know, done this and they've done that. And then they come out and both play like this. And you're just thinking, you're clearly not interested at the minute. You know, so, I don't know. I mean, it was another good night from Kobe. Um, mm-hmm. Io had a little bit of a bounce back. Um, and P. Will was solid. Yeah, um, I think his box score doesn't actually uh, show how okay he played. Yeah, I mean, and obviously Vooch was the top scorer with 21, yeah. 11 rebounds, but... He just gets cooked by Lopez all the time, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He, strugg- he always struggles against the, the bigger centres anyway. Yeah. Do you know? So, 
Yeah, I've got nothing else. I don't know if you have. Nope, I'm good. Right. Uh, do you want to go to the ad read so we can calm down a little bit and then <laughs> sure. come back and try and lift the mood? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay, so as we mentioned on our uh, last pod and as you've done on all the socials now, you've started putting it out there. We have uh, very been very proud this week to announce uh, our partnership with Victory Sports UK. Victory Sports UK is a UK-based sports apparel and equipment store where you can get your MBA and other sporting goods. Get kitted out in your favourite team gear and rep your squad. And all C-Red UK group members and followers can avail of a special discount code for 15% off of their entire range. And this includes products that are already on sale. Just make sure you're liking and following C-Red UK on Twitter or become part of the C-Red UK group on Facebook and Insta to receive your exclusive discount code on request. Visit visit victorysportsuk.co.uk to seal your victory with Victory Sports UK. Almost. Almost. I tripped (laughs) over on the last one. I'm new to to this, Matt. I'm new to this. I'll get it. You was told in the chat that you needed to put more energy into it as well, didn't you? Big Dave style. But that was a little bit more lively. So Right. Okay. You, you, you know, the next time, perfect. Well, this is it, and then and then <laughs> the next time, once I start to kind of know the ad read a little bit better, I can start moving around a little bit and, and you know <laughs> feed off my own energy. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, next little bit we wanted to talk about, and tomorrow, the seventh of April, is Sierra UK's second birthday. Two years since I created the well, the private group on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, initially called UK Chicago Bulls fans. Um, and it's, well, from what it was to what it is now is not just the group, but in general, Red UK is, it, you know, in two years, it's um, it's grown more than I ever thought it, it would do. And, I mean, initially I started it because I wanted to interact with more UK-based Chicago Bulls fans, hence the name. Um, You know, I was sick of watching the games on my own and Mm -hmm. I wasn't that big on the socials, to be fair. You know, I didn't use Twitter. um, Occasionally put a picture of my dog on Facebook or something like that. (laughs) You know, so... I don't know. I just, yeah, like I said, I just needed something where I could have private conversations because obviously some people don't like to put, make things public and stuff like that. So that was why it started. And then from that, it went to trying to create the community kind of aspect with it. Um, and I think we've kind of achieved that in some sense. Mm-hmm. Um, in November 21, I decided to take it onto Twitter, which come with its own uh, issues, shall we say. Um, some more public than others. But anyway, um, you know, and the, the initial plan with Twitter was to just try and attract more people to the group. Um, and since then, obviously, it went to interacting with Bulls fans from all over the world. Yeah. And, you know, Twitter's helped massively. Um, January 22, obviously, we spread out onto having a Facebook page and an Insta account. Um, 
And then in March 22, obviously, we changed the name, changed the logo, and kind of, I don't know, that was like a bit of a, a, a reboost, you know, a restart kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I say, mainly come from problems caused by going onto Twitter. Uh, and then, obviously, July last year, we started this podcast. Um, and obviously, we're... That's where we are now. Yeah. Um, you know, and even the podcast has gone through various different guises, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um and obviously I appreciate everybody who's joined joined the group, followed us on Twitter, interacts with us on Twitter. Obviously, people have come and gone in helping uh run things and be admins on certain things and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, you stepped up, and you're the the one that stuck around. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like a bad smell, I don't go away. <laughs> you know, but obviously, for the last two years, we've had the live threads going, and it's been me and you watching the games more than more than not. You know, mm. um, I tell you what, ninety eight, ninety nine percent, you've been there live on every one of them. Yeah, obviously, sometimes may have to drop out to go to work or whatever, but you know, that's that's life. Yeah. Um and yeah, obviously it's certainly changed how I watch Bulls. Yeah. And you know, the whole experience of being a Bulls fan. Um you know, I used to watch the games anyway. Um maybe not I, I didn't watch every one of them live, but I'd you know, be in and out and stuff like that. Um and then obviously I've took to Twitter to tell people how many live games I'm on now. And that started out as a pointless little competition that I had started on my, by myself and the other person didn't actually know I was competing with them, but that's the sort of person I am. <laughs> a little bit petty like that. Um, just basically wanted to beat them. And then I thought, well, I'm going, so I might as well keep going. Uh, for me personally, the last game I didn't watch live was a summer league game. So, and that's because I couldn't be asked getting up at eleven o'clock or whatever it was to one o'clock, whatever to to watch a summer league game. Mm-hmm. But obviously that's changed, and I think the main reason why that changed is because I think I mean I hate the term content creator, but as content creators, I think it's important that we watch the games live. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, because I think you get a better understanding, you get a better opinion. Um, so yeah, it's in my my eyes, it's not, that's not going to stop. You know what I mean? Not not for a long time, anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, and we're not the only UK-based fans who watch the games live. I don't know. No. Um, you know, I see them on Twitter all the time. Sort of. Yeah, there's uh, Maria that we obviously now know her name. Um, mm-hmm. There's Wayne Fegan. Um, I, just, I can't remember anybody else's names, but I do see a lot of other names pop up at one o'clock, whatever time, two o'clock. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. there are other people up, and like like we've always said, we're not claiming to be anything. We're not. No, nope. but you know, we we don't claim to be a bigger, better fan than anybody. You know. Nope. It's just, I kind of feel like, you know, 
because we've tried to create this community of UK Bulls fans that we kind of need to spearhead it, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, and be there, be be amongst it all. And yeah, so, um, I mean, obviously, like I say, it's been a bit of a crazy couple of years. Obviously, we went to Paris. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the first time we met. Yep. Uh, obviously, we've both spoke to Drummond on uh, on the video thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I, I got made a bull on the official Bulls Twitter community. I'm a, a moderator on that, which gives me the links to Bulls and certain people within the Bulls organisation, which helped get the tickets to Paris. Um, and all that's come through, obviously, creating this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like the most important thing out of all of it for me is the fact that I've always said from the start it's not about me it's sort of about we you mm-hmm. know and you know I want other people to, to get involved obviously like you have um, and there's something I'm going to mention in a little bit as well about somebody else getting involved Um you know, because well, mainly because it takes a lot of it off me. <laughs> but <laughs> um, you know, and it it's not been it's not been easy. Put it that way. You know what I mean? Obviously, around Christmas time, I said to you that I was considering giving it all up. Yeah. You know, cause I've I've had to learn a lot of a lot of lessons with it, especially on social media. Um, sometimes not to react to certain things, and you know, I'm quite an angry person anyway, so. <laughs> If somebody comes at me, I'm going to go back at them, sort of thing. Um, and I've kind of learned not to do that as much anymore. Uh, you know, and it's it's a distraction from real life a lot yeah. of the time. But then at the same time, it does become too much of a distraction, and I get too involved in it all and stuff like that. Um. You know, you kind of—I I remember the advice that certain people have given, especially like around the, more so around the podcast, but it kind of continues into everything else. You know, don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about what other people think of what you're putting out. You know, what I mean, as long as you enjoy it, keep doing it. Right. Um, and you know, like I say, I've I've learned a lot. Learned a lot on the socials. I've learned well, the sort of doing the game day graphics and stuff like that. I've changed them all and it's, yeah, I've made a little couple of little mistakes in when I do the write-ups for it and stuff like that, but that's mainly because I'm doing them at like one o'clock <laughs> on a, the middle of a back-to-back or whatever. Um, You know, and it, just the little things like the attention to detail that some people might not actually notice, but when you do a game day, the, when I do the game day graphics, it's putting the right colour or the right jersey whatever we're going to be wearing that night. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just <laughs> purely because I'm that sort of anal about that sort of stuff. It annoys <laughs> me. when anal retentive. <laughs> yeah, it annoys me seeing it when somebody puts the wrong jersey or something like that or a picture of a player from like last season, you know what I mean? Because you can tell by the sponsors and stuff like that. It's just like, at least, yeah. you know, if, you, if you're going to do it, <laughs> do it properly sort of thing and like I say, I'm not claiming to be perfect or anything like that. It's just that's how I feel like 
I've turned around myself from when I first started it, doing it all. So, yeah, um, enough about all that. And you know, I don't know if you've got anything to say on the last two years of it. Uh, no, I mean, it, it's pretty simple. I mean, you've you've laid it all out there for everybody. I just, I hope that anyone that does follow us, um, we appreciate them. We appreciate their involvement, no matter how big or how small it is. And I just hope that everybody maybe from listening to this appreciates the graft and the hard work and the time and the effort that you put into this because I mean for me all I do is I sit down watch the games talk to you about the games and then we get on here and we talk about everything that's gone on during the week and and that's pretty much me done I mean I don't I don't put in the time and effort to the socials the way that you do um although I've been trying to help out a little bit more recently but um you really do dedicate an awful lot of your time and effort into this. And, and I'm really glad to see that it's expanded and, and it's got the following that it has. I know you said not to worry about the numbers, but at the same time, I think you're deserving of seeing good numbers and, and the numbers are yeah. beginning to show. And, and I, I really appreciate what you've created and what you've involved me in. And, um, and just thank you really. Yeah. I mean, like I say, I, I, I haven't done it for me. Well, I, I, obviously it did start it for me yeah but, um you know everything that's happening now is I'm, I'm trying to involve other people whether it's interacting with you know i mean you look at the guests that we've had on the pod as well mm-hmm. uh, since we started it obviously the chgo boys um yeah. tim sinclair yeah like i say we spoke to drummond um you know they're all things that you know everything we saw in paris like meeting the chgo boys they're you know, they're all things that'll stay with me now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, you know, obviously, I want other people to to be able to enjoy it as well. And you know, just in terms of the podcast, it, you know, we've had aside from like the CHO boys, some great guests on. You know, Samadi, Troy, mm-hmm. obviously Gary was our first ever guest. From, yeah. Obviously from the UK, Easy Clem. You know, uh, you know. Sorry to anyone I haven't mentioned, but we've interacted with Bulls fans and Bulls Nation, and it kind of takes me into year three, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we got asked the question last week if the pod's going to continue through the off season, and we said the answer was yes. Um, we're hoping that we can get more people on. You know, we've got a kind of list of people that we've said we'll get on at some point. And, you know, if you are listening, we will get back to you. It's just when the games are on, it's it's hard, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's... You know, especially when there's four games a week, you know, because I've got to try and sort all the socials out. You're at work, I'm at work. You know, I work a 15-hour day most of the week. um, And then try and get that little bit of sleep before a match. So... And a lot of time with the podcast, we don't actually know when we're doing it, do we? A lot no. of the time. We'll put something in place and then it's like, we won't know until five minutes before we start recording, what, <laughs> when we're recording. Yeah. So when we can't schedule ourselves, it's hard to schedule somebody else as well. Yeah. Um, and we don't want to yeah, say we'll get you on on, say, Thursday and then not be able to do it. So as the off-season comes in, you know, we will be looking at getting more people involved, more people on and stuff like that. Um, we have got some other plans in sort of 
in play at the minute to uh, bring the community together a bit more. Um, I'm not going to say too much because if it doesn't happen, I'll look stupid. <laughs> but, you know, so keep an eye on the socials as, as we move forward because there will be some, some updates coming out when when I get time to uh, sort it all out, basically. Um, and, yeah, I just want to say, again, thanks to everybody who does follow us, does support us, interacts with us, and obviously ultimately listens to this because this is our, our latest little baby in it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's uh, it. Tomorrow, we're two years old, and I uh, feel like we've only just started going, really. Yeah, absolutely. The start of something bigger, hopefully. Keep going forward. Yeah, so on to the next segment. And obviously, last week we opened up our mailbag for the first time. And, well, and the second time. Yeah. <laughs> and we enjoyed it. And again, it's it's all part of learning. You know, Social media changes all the time. And like we said last week, eventually they're going to stop letting people take part in polls and stuff and that on Twitter. So the only way we can interact is with these mailbag episodes. Yeah. Uh, so again, appreciate everyone who sent the questions in. Um, and I'll go with the first one, which is from Aussie Stewart 33. And he actually sent it in, sent it to us last week, but just as we'd finished recording. So I did say we'd, we'd do it on this one. Uh, and his question is, do you think Vooch wants to come back? If he goes, what centre could the Bulls sign that will be solid and still be able? It's just something on it for some reason. Uh, still be able to sign a starting level PG. Uh, do you want to take it or? Or me? I'll let you go first for that one. Um, right. First part. Do I think Vooch wants to come back? At the minute, I really don't know. Mm. I could see why he wouldn't want to come back. But then it's kind of like, where does he go if he doesn't? Um, and as anyone who listens to this will know, Vooch frustrates me a hell of a lot. Um, so, you know, obviously it all comes down to money as well and what sort of level of contract he actually wants. Um, you know, like you just said in the in the books game, we go through him and he looks like the best centre in the league. Yeah. Second half, we stop going through him, and you're thinking, what the hell is he doing out there? Uh, you know, because he's, he's not doing anything. Um, and that's that's the frustration with it for me. Uh, that's it. I think the big thing is, where would he go if he was to leave? You know, the main contenders, they've got their starters in place, haven't they? Yeah. So does he go back to somewhere like Orlando? Does he go... Sort of random like OKC does he want to go somewhere like that so I think he's the most the, the biggest priority in coming into the off season is sorting him out yeah I think so too um, whether it is to keep him to a two three year deal or just sign him to a deal to sign and trade essentially um, second part if he does go what's the could the Bulls sign that would be solid and still be able to sign a starting level point guard? Uh, look, I had a quick look at 
who's actually free agents and stuff like that. And the one that stood out to me is Jakob Pertl. Um, you know, obviously there was a lot of talk about Bulls being interested in him as a backup to Vooch. Yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, he, looking at the list of free agents, he was the only one that stood out that could be a starter to me. Um, as for the point guard bit, depends what they do with Lonzo, doesn't it? Well, Lonzo's contract. Um, again, all comes down to money. And as we said last time, would we go with Kobe as a starting point guard? Which, that's something else that needs to be sorted out. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. Basically, I don't have a clue. Um, but if we were to let him go and sign somebody, I'd want Pertle to come in. Okay. Yeah, I think Jakob Pertle is a, is a pretty good shout. Um, for me personally, I, I've said this time and time again throughout the course of the year, I just don't see a replacement for Vooch that's available out there. Yeah. Uh, and and that's the bigger issue, uh, and that's why I'm surprised that the Bulls have let it go as long as they have before they signed Vooch. Um, he's definitely the priority um, going into the off season to get him sorted. I mean, if if AK can see a viable sign and trade that strengthens or at least equals what we have, and maybe opens up other possibilities for the squad, then great. But um, personally, I actually, as much as he can be frustrating and I get your frustration with him, I actually think Vooch is our best option and we should sign him and keep him. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what frustrates me because I think he's the best option. And Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, um, right. Gary's question. <laughs> I'm going to have to try and... Yeah, there's eating and drinking in this one. Yeah, have you got it in front of you? I oh, know I had to condense the question, so I don't have it word for word. No. Right. Well, I'll, we'll go with your condensed version then. Oh, it's very condensed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I think what he was saying was, um, if money wasn't to come into it, and it, availability and and trade uh, matches didn't come into it, what big would we go after? And what three and D guy would we go after? Yeah, and the reason why I haven't read out what he actually sent is because he's tried to catch us out with a lot of uh, innuendos. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as is Gary's one. <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> yeah. Gary, love you, Gary. Really, um, yeah. So, what? How did you consent it down again? <laughs> Which basically, if if money and um, trying to match on trades and stuff wasn't something to have to consider, what big would you go after, and what three and D guy would you go after? Uh, again, obviously, it's. I mean, obviously, it's all hypothetical anyway, isn't it? Exactly. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of these questions are going to end up leading into the next one anyway but um, 3 and D I don't know don't really know who would be available and I mean obviously you always want the best don't you so yeah I think realistically I'd say someone like OG Ananobi yeah I'd, I'd, love, I'd, I'd love to see him doubt that he come in as for a big 
Uh, I don't think he'd be available, and he's got a lot of health concerns. But I like uh, the Time Lord, Robert William. Okay. Uh, just I don't know. Don't know why. But yeah. <laughs> right. So I had OG as a three and D guy as well, but I also had uh, Aaron Naismith. Oh yeah, from Pierces. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's only 23 years old as well. So you'd get a lot out of him going forward if it worked out. Um, if we were to go for a big, the I've harped on about it all the time. Um, one of my favourite players outside of the Bulls is Stephen Adams. Yes. Uh, I would love to see Stephen Adams in a Bulls jersey. Um, if we're going a bit more realistically for like longevity... I'd go for someone like Evan Mobley. Mm. Um, but my wild card, if I was to just pick any player in the league that I could sign for the Bulls right now, and I think it would be something that you could do as some sort of a trade package with DDR as well. Uh, he's only 21 years old. He's a wild card. And I think he's going to be electrifying in this league is Jaden Ivey. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> We've both spoke about how much we like him before, haven't we? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, next question, and it comes from Sam, another one of our chat members. And this is what I wanted to talk about when I, the last bit was uh, about people helping out. Um, and Sam's asked if he can write some sort of blogs for you know under the C Red UK sort of. Um, I don't know what to call it, like branch, I guess. Um, you know, and he's got some already wrote up, obviously, so that he can put the content out there straight away. Uh, so at some point, uh, I'm going to talk to him again about when to start obviously publishing it, basically. Hmm. Um, you know, give him a chance. <laughs> um, you know, read it. The, the the good reads what from what I've read so far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, in the chat, me and Sam go at it quite a bit. We have very different opinions, um, but yeah, it's that's what it's all about. And, yeah, that's uh, healthy. That's a good thing. You know, I think a lot of the time we do it just to wind each other up more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly do anyway. Um, yeah, and his question is. It started off about what's our thoughts on what Zach said after the Hawks game. Obviously, we've already covered that. Yeah. Uh, and then he's put, put yourselves put yourselves in Acme's shoes. You re-sign Vooch, brackets, three years, 20 mil per year. What's the first trade you'd like to go after? Can trade anyone, has, can, can trade anyone, has to be realistic. No trade, young Matt, I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um goes back to the Gary's question and I'd say it's OG yeah um, ideally I'd send Damar out in some sort of a package to get him but I don't think Raptors would want Damar back um, yeah uh, I like it obviously he's got that British link as well which is always always nice yeah um, and I think he's just I don't know if P-Will could be more like him, then we wouldn't need him. Do you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what your your answer is. 
Yeah, I, I actually went at this from a slightly different angle. I, I, I looked at the list of available uh, free agents from next season, um, people who are, you know, waiting on signing contracts and kind of went at it that way, as in whether they'd be realistically worth going for or attainable. Yeah. So basically on that list, um, the three that stood out for me as possible players that I'd be interested in were uh, Rui Hachimura, uh, yeah. Kelly Oubre Jr. and Justice Winslow. Mm, I remember the first two, but I, I wouldn't... When was the last time Justice, Win, Justice Winslow actually played? He was constantly out injured, didn't he? Well, yeah, but we do like those injured players, don't we? Well, no, we don't like them. We have them. <laughs> the the only other player that that kind of stood out for me, and and this is only based on how he plays against us. I'm not really sure about how he performs elsewhere. Um, is Herb Jones? Yes, very good defensively, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And recently got kicked in the head by Draymond Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say that. Uh, next question is from Brett Walker. And it goes, again, goes back to what I was saying in the first bit about us having a list of people to get on. Brett's on that list. Um, I, I kind of need to give that list to you, actually, because that's your role now, isn't it? Is uh, recruiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, once the off-season kicks in, we, we will get back to back to that guest list. Yes, we will. And Brett puts, I admit, I admittedly don't. That was hard to say. Don't <laughs> get to watch every Bulls game. The second half versus the Grizzlies is the best I've seen them play in a long time. Brackets vast improvement on the first half. Given you guys watch every game, what do you think needs to change so we perform like that more consistently? I'll let you take that one first. Okay the big word that I wrote down in capital letters here is effort. <laughs> um, yes. We, we just need to, to realize that every game requires 100% effort. You're a professional. You're part of a professional basketball team that has, you know, a following that expects high standards out of the team, even if they haven't had them since, you know, what, early to mid 2000s um, and back into the 90s before that then there still is an expectation of this team and Chicago Bulls fans and Chicago fans in general they like to see players that graft that put in effort that fight to the end chase balls that are, you know other players won't chase Dylan Terry like, like Dale and Terry there you go <laughs> And like, how much does Dale and Terry get plaudited for what he does? Yeah. People love him for it. Yeah. Bulls fans love that. It all comes down to effort. And the other thing that they need to do is when they realize that something is working, keep doing it. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, when it isn't working, Damar, stop forcing it. <laughs> yeah, have a plan B for a start. Have, have a backup. And, and that comes down to Billy. And Billy needs to be able to read the game a little bit quicker than he does. 
And when he sees it falling apart or not working, it's on him to change it up. Now, I know we've spoken about it in the past about how, you know, there's only so much he can say and do and the play- then it's on the players to, to actually do what he's asked of them. But, I mean, if the five players that are out there aren't working for whatever reason, whether it's one player or four players or three players or five players, it's on him to, to change that up and try something else. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've uh, pretty much covered what I just said as well. Um <laughs> You know, obviously, another big part of it is is the roster itself, isn't it? You know, yeah. Until yeah. they change it, there's not going to be consistently good performances. No. Uh, but obviously, we'll have to wait till next season for that now. Yeah. Uh, next question, and another one of our regulars, and we know her name now, Maria, and she asks. Who has left the roster since April 2020 that you'd like to see back and who would they replace on the current roster? Uh, do you want that one or do you want me to go first? I don't mind. I have I have my answer written in front of me so you can you can go and if it's the same person, it's the same person. Yeah, I went with uh, Thad. I yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have done it. <laughs> and I then wrote as well, no one to replace, but obviously you would have to replace somebody. Yeah. Um, and basically, what I meant by that is, he, you know, he's not going to be replacing anybody of importance. Mm-hmm. So, f- for example, I'd say ship Marco back out and give him his roster spot because he's been a, a waste of a roster spot. Yeah. Uh, obviously, money wise, that won't work, but I mean, we're not talking money. It's not our money, don't care. But yeah, uh, Thad, you know, he was, he was the leader that we needed, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, he could come in and, play the four or the five, whichever it was. And, you know, he didn't put up great numbers, but he was just that sort of calming presence, wasn't he? You he know, was. The, a leader of a different type to somebody like Pat Bev, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think majority of Bulls Nation would probably say the same, same name. I think so. I mean, I think the obvious answer for some at the minute would have been Lowry um, but I wasn't a big fan of him when he was here and I don't think he'd do what he's doing now if he was here that's the issue but, yeah yeah, yeah. so that's why I didn't go with Lowry you know obviously yeah you want an all-star to come back but yeah would he, he still wouldn't. be an all-star no exactly mm. plus yeah. he's off to he's off to serve in the finish uh... yeah I saw that today actually <laughs> so I wonder how Utah management feel about that because uh, um, look, I, I don't know what level he's going to be at in the Finnish army, but I mean, it obviously poses some level of risk to his professional career. Well, Yanis did it as well, though, didn't he? With the Greek um, a couple of years back, I, I, I seem to remember. I remember seeing a picture of him in the uniform anyway. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, do, a lot of countries do it, don't they? Um I know, like a lot of ice hockey players, because they're from like Finland, Sweden, all that. They always get called back to do it, and don't don't really have an effect on their career. It's the off season, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I think they have to show willing to do so long, don't they? It's not like the full term they do. Okay. So hey, you you you're the you're the army guy. (laughs) 
Um, right. Next question, and it's our guy Samadhi. And I, I, I don't know where he's going with his questioning, but it seems like he wants us to have a competition. He is mad to see us <laughs> go, go at it against each other somehow. I mean, I, I did say to him that, you know, obviously we live in different countries, um, which is why we only met for the first time at the Paris game. But, I mean, you, you know, you see it. You see guys in the NBA, sometimes they, they remotely have games of horse and things like that. So I'm sure, I'm sure we could set something up maybe in the off-season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and his question was, uh, what is your... Oh, well, rephrase it slightly what is your goal basketball moves uh mine is two moves a pull-up mid-range and a short floor outside the restricted area right uh you're the one that turns up every so often in playing gear so i'll let you take it first <laughs> well yeah i think i kind of mentioned this actually when we were talking about it last time but um i'm definitely a pocket pass guy and yeah. I, I i will quite happily drive into traffic and, and look for a gap to drop the ball out um, when the when the defense collapses on me, um, if the defense collapses on me, um, the other shot I used to go to, I don't know if I can still pull it out without pull, pulling my back out or something like that these days. But um, I certainly would go for an up and under um, layup. So I'd love to come up from the right hand side normally, one handed swing the ball under the rim and back up on the other side. I actually did it. Um, with the CHGO boys. Um, Flex. If you remember. <laughs> Flex. Um, and the only other game move I would pull out um, was the old Clyde Drexler around the waist layup. So show, show the ball to the defender coming towards me, then put it around my waist so they can't get it without fouling and leaving it up into my other hand for a layup. Yeah. They've been my kind of three go-to moves. Yeah, um... Well, the last time I played a competitive game was about 20 years ago. Um, and as I said in the last episode, I'm about as athletic as a wheelie bin. Um, about as graceful and about as skillful as one as well. Um, my role was just, well, a bit like Dale and Terry, run around like a lunatic and up for the best. Um, There's merit in that, though. Well, yeah. Um, the last person I played against was is my nine-year-old son. And... I absolutely destroyed him. So, Flex. Pull it, yep, <laughs> pulling everything out of the bag, rebounding like Rodman, <laughs> swatting it away, throwing him around. Yeah, so, yep. <laughs> uh, might not work with you. I don't know. It, well, it, it would work fine if I'm in Ireland and you're in England. <laughs> um, right, next question. Because it's getting on now, um, and it's from <laughs> our guy Troy, the other side of the world. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> don't know if anyone's seen it on Twitter, but his initial question, um, <laughs> it's got a, a word in that some people would find offensive, and uh, yeah, I wasn't sure whether I could read it out, but why not? <laughs> I'll I'll paraphrase. Have you got the lube ready for the ass wrapping we're gonna get in the playing, or gonna let let them go in dry? Uh, obviously, playing is the offensive word in there. I don't, I don't know what an ass wrapping is. Um, <laughs> you might have meant something else. I don't know. Um, 
and then he changed it to a more serious question. Okay, seriously, what do you think is a likely outcome in the play-in? One and done, win one, lose second and done, or win through to the playoffs? Uh, quite simply, I think we'll be done in one. And right. I hope we are, to be honest, because, like I said at the start, I'm sick of watching him now. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've I've said, look, it's, it's, it's actually impossible to tell with, with this team, as we've seen through the course of 80 games. Um, it, it depends on what Bulls team turns up on the day, I guess. Um, we're capable of beating anybody and we're capable of losing to anybody, as we've said. Uh, but realistically speaking... Um, I'd say we're more than likely going to be one and done. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> and the last question, and I've saved this one to last on purpose because this is one that took the most thinking about. And it comes from Geordie Bulls again. Uh, for both, five unpopular choice players in the current NBA that would make a starting five for the Bulls that can compete with the top teams. No current or former Bulls players allowed. Right. Uh, and we both kind of said that our understanding of the question was basically disliked players around yeah. the league. Um, well, that's what we've gone for anyway. <laughs> um, apologies if that's not what you meant, but that's what we've gone for. Um, I mean, I've got a lot of disliked players. Whether they're disliked by everybody else is a different thing. Yeah, so, I'm kind of the same. Um, it, I suppose it's it's all relative as to each individual, whether or not these players are hated, but I think it's a general consensus that these uh, these players have a, a bit of a dislike. Yeah, and if you actually Google it, there is a list of the most unpopular players as well. Is, is there really? Yeah, <laughs> and it's uh, the same names on it over is and it? over. Yeah, <laughs> so I've kind of picked my team from from them lists that I saw. Okay, well that's interesting, and we maybe won't be exactly the same because I just went off my own head for this. Right. So. so I'll go first. I've done it in positions because I, start, so said, I. I find it easier. Uh, at a point, I've gone with Little Weasel, Trey Young. Ah. Get, his, get his name out of my mouth. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that, that explains it. I'm not going to say anything else on it. Once we don't see his name on the back of a Bulls jersey, you'll be oh, all right, right? God's sake. <laughs> okay. Um, I actually went with uh, Chris Paul. Yeah, he was he was my other choice, but yeah, and he's on that list. <laughs> is he? I bet yeah. he is. Yeah, <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> right, at my two guard, I went with Kyrie. Okay. Um, I think it says it all. Really, he's ruined the Mavs. He's he's an absolute idiot. He's he broken just... Luca. Who thought that could happen? He should just retire and concentrate on telling everybody that the earth's flat and yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah good shout uh, I went with one of my least favourite players in the NBA uh, the beard yes he's on that list as well yeah <laughs> see you <laughs> there you go my opinion's not too far off Um. right at my three I went with LeBron okay and he's on the list over and over again. Right. Um, and I he, think a lot of the hate that he gets is just because of the way he is. Yeah. You know, no denying he's talented. Yeah. You know, you know, best of the generation, whatever you want to call him. 
he's just an absolute tool. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I have LeBron James on my list as well. I kind of had him between the three and four position, uh, same as the other player that I have there as well. So, yeah. Yeah, LeBron. You have to have LeBron in there, don't you, really? Yeah. Uh, at the four, I went with Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he says it all. He punches teammates, <laughs> chats shit, plays dirty. Yeah. 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 I, funny, I, I get that. Funny enough, I'd... I'd you know, maybe a couple of years ago, I'd quite liked him on the Bulls team. So, maybe not so much now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've gone for someone very different uh, to you there. Um, this is the one that I thought may or may not be on considered a disliked player, but I just think that because of the way he's kind of acted up over several different teams about being moved, that he might qualify, and that's KD. Yes, he's on that list. Oh, he's, is he? He's quite high on the list as well. Oh, well, there you go then. So he definitely got uh, that. There we go. Yeah, because I, I was going to put him, but I thought, I don't know if people don't like it. I, I'm, again, it's one of the conversations I've had with Sam time and time again in the, in the chat that we yeah. don't agree on. I can't stand him. Sam loves him. So, Well, I mean, there's no doubt he's a generational talent. <sighs> when he's on the court, yeah. But yeah, when when he's not... <laughs> having a strop or injured yeah yeah and then the position I struggled with the most was obviously man in the middle and I've got two names wrote down right Embiid and Gobert okay I didn't think uh, of Gobert actually uh, Embiid is who I have yes I can't stand Embiid I mentioned it the other week yeah. don't like the way he plays if you took away his amount of trips to the free throw line he wouldn't put up half as many points as he does. He wouldn't even be in um, MVP consideration. And yeah, I just I don't like him. Plus, obviously, I don't think many Bulls like him. Bulls fans like him, should I say? No. And Gobert, you know, um, I think he's been found out since his move to Minnesota. Obviously, there's all that crap with COVID when all that started, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and. He was on the list, which is why he was well the only big man as, as long side Embiid that was on the list that I found online. Okay, so yeah, that's my my starting five. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah, there was a few similarities, but I think for the most part they were different, weren't they? Yeah. Um, there was one more question that's just come in. Well, not just it come in before we start recording, uh, and it's from Wayne Fegan, who I mentioned earlier on. Uh, watches a lot of the games live. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's every game or what, but you know, obviously, respect to him for getting up with us and and enduring what we have to endure. <laughs> and he just quite simply asks, "Who's winning the NBA championship?" Wow. Okay. Um. Okay. If I uh, the way I've kind of thought about it is. I took a team from the East and a team from the West. Um, so my team from the West, I've stuck with the number one uh, team at the moment with Denver. Yeah. Um, I think Jokic has just, he's just got it this year. I think, I think he'll make it happen. Right. And the East? As much as it hurts me to say, um, Boston. All right. Um, 
I just think that they have that little bit more experience than the Sixers. Uh, and I don't know. I just think they've they've got the edge on the Bucks too. Uh, I just I don't know. I I just have a feeling Boston edges it just slightly. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Jordy Bulls asked us on the last mailbag who we was rooting for, and obviously, we both kind of went with the team that we didn't think was going to win it. So, mm. um, obviously, that's not who we think is going to win it. I'm going with Bucks to win it. Uh, right now, anyway, right. Uh, like you say, pains me to say it, but yeah, I just think if Giannis is on fire, which he tends to be quite a lot, as we saw last night, how strong they actually are. Um, and obviously, they couldn't back up the championship they won the other year. I think they're going to be a bit more, a bit more motivated this time round, a bit more energy, stuff like that. So. Yeah, books for me. Very good. So, yeah, uh, we'll quickly touch on, because we've gone on a bit longer than we wanted to, but the next two games, uh, Mavs tomorrow, Pistons Sunday. Uh, obviously, first with Mavs, both coming in 38-42. Mavs struggling to get that playing position. We've secured 10th spot. Uh, Zach and Damar and AC listed questionable. Billy's already said that he was going to sit him and Vooch, but Vooch isn't on the IR report. It don't really fucking matter, does it? Not really. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just go straight in and ask you, win or lose? Uh, well, if we'd been playing at full strength, I would have said we would win. Um, but the fact that we're going to be sitting two of the big three and AC... Um, uh, I, I think we lose both games, to be honest with you. I think we just fall flat for the end of the season. See, Billy said he wants to play Zach and Demar against Pistons, or didn't he, to try and get a bit of rhythm going into the playing? Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he does or if he doesn't. Maybe, maybe what he'll do is rest Vooch and play the other two against the Pistons. Um, if he does that, with a chance to win it, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think we should have the beating of the Pistons any day and the Mavs are just in absolute freefall. So, realistically speaking, we should win both games. Um, But I don't like where that puts us going into the play-in then because, you know, we can't win more than three games. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm with what the rest of Bulls Nation saying is, you know, start the likes of Dale and um, yeah. Carly, even Marco's name's been thrown in there. Who? I don't know. I don't know who they're talking about. <laughs> it must be a new guy we've got. Um, yeah, there's nothing on it for us, is there? Um, give give him the chance. Start Kobe. See if it works with him as a starting point. Do you know what I mean? Whatever. Play the G League MVP, Carly Jones. Shout out, Carly Jones. Absolutely, yeah. You know, Terry Taylor, let, let's see what he can do. Um, and you know what? I'm going to say we win both games. Just okay. because it's, just because this Bulls team want to piss me off the last <laughs> little bit. Okay. You know, two pointless games and we'll go and win them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back next week and, well, Hopefully, before we start the playing, 
depending yeah. on uh, our own schedules. So yeah, um, as usual, you know, thanks for the questions that everybody sent in. We couldn't have obviously put a, a, the mailbag together without them. Um, and I appreciate everyone for listening. Uh, and as we said in the birthday segment, appreciate everybody who interacts, follows and supports, etc. And as usual, I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK and you can find us on all the socials at CRedUK. And you can find me on Twitter at NeilCRedUK. If you're still listening and you've hung in with us, thanks very much. We do appreciate you. Um, we would like to thank you for tuning in and continuing to tune in. Um, please do leave those comments. Uh, follow us. Uh, make any comments to us that you like. We will get back to you uh, on the socials. And don't forget to subscribe and give us the five-star review. And uh, that Facebook group is still going. Come and join us there. And until next time, wherever you are in the world, see red, go bolts. Percolator. It's time for the percolator. Percolator.